Welcome everybody to Common Sense Christianity. Difficult episode today. And I'm going to try and get through it. I don't have much time. I procrastinated this episode as always. And I have to go to work in probably about 20, 30 minutes. We have to deal with this issue. And it's not something that I really thought about until recently. But we have to deal with the allegiance to God or country. I have an article from... Revelations.org. Now, it quotes a verse that I want you guys to think about before we dive into this. Matthew 5, 33-34. You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, Do not break your oath, but fulfill to the Lord the vows you have made. But I tell you, do not swear an oath at all. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes to the from the evil one. This The article says, in this Sermon on the Mount, Jesus explains to his listeners that we shouldn't take make oaths. Oaths are defined as a solemn promise. Likewise, a pledge is also defined as a solemn promise. The two words are synonymous. Jesus is telling us to never make a pledge. What is even more shocking is that Jesus claims that making a pledge comes from the devil. This deserves pause and reflection. Play it. Pledging our allegiance to America is from the devil, according to Jesus. For many Americans, this sim statement simply runs up against a lot of the indoctrination that we have grown up with. Many people simply can't hear what Jesus has to say. Jesus forbids us from making a pledge and says doing so is from the devil. This is rather black and white. There's more important reason why Christians should never do it. Before I even continue i would say this i've been patriotic all my life i mean a conservative christian fighting for the traditions and the values of the constitution and in the declaration of independence which i still hold to be the greatest secular philosophies on the face of this earth but it is no longer that i can serve two kings no longer can i serve the united states and Jesus Christ. No longer can I serve the politicians of this nation while continuing to serve the kingdom of God. And it seems rather contradictory to me, ladies and gentlemen, after giving this much thought, that we serve our country. We hail it as the greatest country on the face of the earth. But then... We talk about this new kingdom that is supposed to invade the world. Is America not a part of the world? And no, America is not a Christian nation. That is a BS, and it's a lie. It is not a Christian nation, and it never was. And I'm not even talking about the sins of the country. I'm talking about it was never a Christian nation. Outside of the kingdom of Christ, there is no such thing. Christian, America used Christian philosophies and Jewish philosophies and any other religious philosophies you can base it off of. But I mean, even some of our founding fathers weren't Christian. This is besides the point I'm trying to make. Let us look. Just the first few words of the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge of allegiance to the flag. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Our allegiance is to Christ Jesus alone. Christ Jesus alone. 
let me say it again, our allegiance to Christ Jesus alone. So we say this, and I've heard it all my life, but then we turn around, and I don't re- most of us don't realize the contradiction, and they're saying, oh, let me pledge allegiance to the state. Who we are supposed to fight against through the gospel of Jesus Christ. What is the gospel? It's not just the good news of salvation. It is the good news of the new kingdom. The kingdom not of this world. That you are put to death for because it's treason. Because it means that the Romans weren't the kings. The Jews weren't the kings. America is not the king. Jesus is the king. And so therefore it repudiates everything of this world. It is treason. The gospel is treason. This is the difficult part, and I'm going to get a lot of flack for this episode. I know I am. Because few times have I gotten actual flack. I didn't even get any flack from the Jesus Already Came Back episode, or the series on it. I didn't really. But I, f- I have a feeling I am for this. Because you're hitting at heart. The things that I have held dear, that I held proud to. And I'm not turning ultra-liberal and saying, oh, F capitalism and oh, socialism. No, I'm saying a total separation. And I'm not talking about forming some Christian utopia. I'm not talking about totally separating from the life as an American. You go in and pay your taxes. I pay mine. Go ahead and keep using the public roads that the government builds. We use those. We as Christians have used those. Just living in our everyday life. But in terms of mixing it in with the political atmosphere, we need to decide. You can't 50-50 this issue. Uh, Jesus talked about one thing, the article says, more than he talked about anything else, the kingdom of God. This is true. He talked about how he was setting up his this new nation here on earth and that it was an eternal nation that would outlast all others. He called his followers to forsake any other citizenship. They held and count themselves as foreigners in the worldly nation they lived in. They were called to be citizens of the kingdom of God, not any other nation. So the question becomes, how can a follower of Jesus swear their loyalty to a nation other than Christ's own nation? Theodore Roosevelt says, we can't have no 50 fee and 50 allegiance in this country. Either a man is an American or nothing else, or he is not an American at all. Jesus warned us that simply uh, that it simply is not possible to divide our loyalties. When using the example of money, Jesus taught it that it is impossible to serve two masters because you will love one and hate the other. Matthew 6, 24. Jesus was right about this principle, pledging our loyalty to two different entities is simply not a tenable thing to do. Trying to be loyal to two different nations who are at odds with each other is a practical impossibility. Even the world's logic supports this. Can you be, be loyal to both the United States and Iran at the same time. It is the same distinction, ladies and gentlemen. Luke 14, 26. If anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. We forget this. We forget how hard Christianity actually is because we have BSed it. Into fitting our own worldly standard. We have BS'd it into making it easy. We have changed it 
and defending the world. But the gospel is treason. And it always has been. We just forgot. And I forgot. And that is the difficult part. That is why Christians' lives are in the line. Because when you say that Jesus is king and no one else, that is treason against the state. You're my loyalty is away from America. It's not there. Because I'm not a citizen of this country. Legally, I am. But I am a citizen of heaven. Is that not the promise that has been given to us? Paul was a citizen of Rome, but wasn't he a citizen of heaven? He was a citizen of heaven. That's what he claimed. He wasn't proud of his Roman citizenry. He was proud of his Jesus citizenry. If that makes sense to you. I am trying to communicate this to y'all. I'm not acting like everyone should know this. I didn't know it until recently. I never realized it. Because we keep our eyes shut from what the Bible clearly teaches and what Jesus clearly teaches. Remember, the Romans allowed freedom of religion. We tend to forget that. They allowed freedom of religion. So does the United States. The problem is with the Romans, they didn't like the Jews and the Christians because they would not worship Caesar. Now, I'm not saying that we're supposed to worship the president or any government official, but we are supposed to provide worship to the state, by all means. Can you criticize America? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. You criticize America, and you're an American hater. I know, because I'm, I'm a conservative. I see their arguments. I see them all the time. You don't dare stand up to the flag? Oh, for, forget the reason why they're kneeling. Forget that. The fact that you are, you, oh, you shouldn't even be here. Not grateful for the freedom. Even though the hardest thing about freedom is the freedom to disrespect that freedom. Is it not, ladies and gentlemen? I'm trying to get you to think here. Or the ability to not really criticize the founding fathers. This doesn't go for every conservative. It goes for a few. And a very vocal few. See, it can't just be that they were racist and wanted slaves. Again, I admire the Founding Fathers' philosophy. But you can't criticize them. It has to be that, well, they wanted to end slavery, but they couldn't, they couldn't make the country off of it. Which is true. But, hold up. Are we not supposed to stand up for what is good? See, these are very valid criticisms. But you can't make it about the United States. Because we worship the country. Oh, how glorious is America. How glorious we are. No, it's not. And I am grateful to live here. I really am. I'll tell you all that. I am. I'm grateful to live here. I'm grateful for the systems of government. I'm grateful for all the blessings God has given me here. And politics still interests me. I still have my opinions. I still have my political opinions. But when it comes down to, and I want you to just think. I don't have any hard set positions here. I just want you guys to just think. Are we loyal to the state? Or are we loyal to God? And really question that. Don't listen to me. Just question it. If you didn't get anything else, just go home and question it. Philippians 3, 18 through 20. Many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction and their God is their stomach. 
their mind is set on earthly things, but our citizenship is in the kingdom of God. <sighs> Scripture claims that Christians born in America are no longer Americans. Jesus established a new nation, the article concludes, one that will outlast all others. He calls us to align ourselves with his nation alone. He calls us to pledge our allegiance to the kingdom of God alone. And I have to agree with that. I have to. Because that is what Jesus says. America's going to go away one day. No, we'll be replaced by another power. And then another, and then another. Subsequently, just like every major empire in history, America's not going to last forever. It's going to end up just like the Roman Empire, most likely. In fact, there is a really good shot that if we keep playing around with the deficit and with our social divides, it could happen within our lifetimes. The seeing the end of this country. It very much can. And it's why people are freaked out. But why are we freaking out as Christians? Why? Are we not saved? Are we not a part of the new and ending kingdom? Are we not redeemed and have eternal life by Christ Jesus? Eternal life only by him? Is that not what the good news was and is and will be forever? I'm going to let you guys think about that. And we will see you here Sunday. This is Common Sense Christianity.